0: good morning I hope you enjoyed the music and maybe you were singing along actually that carol angels we have heard on high you might not realize is one of the easier carols to sing Last night we had some neighbors over and we were singing Christmas carols and the range on many of these Christmas carols can be quite challenging to the too many of us singers. We had to go high and low and uh, on, on our on, on the octaves but actually angels we have heard on high has only, it only goes about one octave, whereas many songs go one and a half. So it's an easy song to sing. I hope you were enjoying it. My name's Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us on this Friday morning, December 17th, as we have our daily word and prayer. And we're looking at some of these Christmas carols. This morning, I'd like to talk about angels. You know, in the Christmas stories, the Christmas story in the scripture, and in many of the songs, the carols, there's quite a bit to do with angels. We read in Luke chapter 2, in the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night, and an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy which shall be for all the people, for today... In the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will so- find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly, suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is well pleased. These were, this was an appearance of angels. It wasn't the first time we'd seen him, uh, an angel had appeared to Mary and announced to her the coming of, the, that uh, she would give birth to the Messiah. When Joseph was concerned with what's going on with Mary, an angel appeared to him and, and assured him that what was happening was of the Lord. And later on, the angel told him to uh, go to Egypt and then to, when they came back from Egypt to avoid and go to Nazareth because Herod and the danger of Herod. There's a lot of talk about angels in the Christmas story, but have you noticed there's not a lot of talk about angels in the rest of the, in the New Testament. It's interesting to me. You see them in, in Hebrews chapter one, where it tells us that Jesus was greater than the angels and he, he was worshiped by the angels. And then at the end of chapter one of Hebrews verse 14, it says the angels, are they, they're ministering spirits who were sent out to aid us who will inherit salvation. And so we know that there are still angels. We may not see them often, but there are still angels that come and they're here to serve us and to help us and to aid us. And the idea of a guardian angel, I believe that's scriptural. The idea of angels protecting you. I look back at my life and I think of different times when I really could have had a terrible accident uh, driving a car or something or so there could have been harm coming to me in some way and I didn't I was protected and I I have to believe that there was an angel or angels protecting watching over protecting my life you might be able to think of the same thing with you I believe that there are angels who Hebrews 1 one fourteen are there for our protection to aid us and to minister to us and then in Hebrews 13 verse 2 we read that we should entertain strangers, we should show hospitality to people. And it says, some by doing so have entertained angels and didn't realize it. That's interesting. Could we possibly entertain angels and we didn't even realize it? You know, one one day back in San Diego, we were having a Bible study in our home and some people showed up at our door. Nobody invited them that I can remember. Uh, It was a a woman and her her son, who was probably an 18-year-old, 17, 18-year-old son. They they showed up at our door out of nowhere. And they were part of our Bible study. And we served them and loved them and gave them food. And they left and no one ever saw them again. And we wondered, did we just entertain angels? Maybe we did. We didn't know where they came from. Didn't know where they were going. Never saw them again. So that's interesting. Why, though... Maybe, in my opinion, why there is a lot less talk of angels after Jesus left earth than there was throughout the Old Testament and at the birth of Jesus, and even they came and ministered to Him in the Garden of Gethsemane, an angel strengthened Him, and Jesus spoke of angels protecting children. But there's less discussion of them later, and I wonder why. I'm not sure. I'm just speculating, but I wonder if it's because we who are followers of Christ, we now are, uh, we have now received the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is our helper, our comforter. The Holy Spirit strengthens us. The Holy Spirit sanctifies us. The Holy Spirit lives within us. The Holy Spirit, it seems to me, may do much of the ministry that angels did before the Spirit was given. Brothers and sisters, what an amazing gift from God that the Spirit of God has come to live within us. This is something they did not have in the Old Testament. The Spirit of God, Jesus said in John 14, has come, it will come when he goes to the Father, he will send the Spirit. The Spirit would be, he said, right then, was with the disciples, but later on he would be in us. And when does that happen? After Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, when the Spirit was given. Now the Spirit comes to live within us. And He lives within you today. Never forget that. Never forget that. That's like strength within you. It's God living in you. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. But as I think of angels, I can't help but depart from Scripture for just one moment. And at this Christmas time, we think of angels. Uh, Roz and I watched one of my favorite movies, you know, so many good movies, it's hard to pick a favorite, but one of my all-time favorites, we watched it a couple nights ago, It's a Wonderful Life. And of course, the theme there with, you know, you've got George Bailey, and he gave a life of serving others, helping others. He had his dreams. He had so many things he wanted to do in life, but he constantly did not pursue those dreams in order to put others ahead of himself, in order to serve others, in order to care for others, and uh, to me, he epitomized whether he did it willingly at times or not, but just his character uh, of Philippians 2, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, consider one another more important than yourself, and that's how he lived his life, and at times it frustrated him, at times it got him in trouble, at times he, he didn't seem to have the, the, the strength, the ability to get out of the jam he was in, And then, of course, we all know how it ended. I hope you've watched the movie. Roz and I watch it annually. We rarely rarely miss this time of year. And it always makes me cry. And it always uh, touches my heart to realize that if you've got friends, you're rich. If you've got friends, you're a rich man, a rich woman. And this is what Clarence taught George Bailey. Clarence, his guardian angel. It wasn't an easy job to, to rescue him from his self-pity and discouragement as life and serving others kind of finally caught up with him. But the angel helped him see the importance of it. So as I think of Christmas time and angels, and I know it's a wonderful life. It's not in Scripture. It's a beautiful story, beautiful movie. And, it's, and it, to me, it's just loaded with Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Live an unselfish life. God will come through for you. It may not look at, there may be some tough times. There may be some tough times, but God comes through for us. Amen. Angels, we're talking this morning about the song angels from the, uh, as we talk about angels, angels we have heard on high. This was a song that the the gloria in excelsis Deo, I won't sing it, I tried, simply means glory to God in the highest. It's in Latin. It's probably a Catholic hymn originally. It may have originated in France, but some wonder if it came much earlier than, uh, than France, and who knows? Here we go. Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing over the plains, and the mountains in reply, echoing their joyous streams. I'm just going to say the English. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Shepherds, why this jubilee? Why your joyous strains prolong? Say what may the tidings be, which inspire your heavenly song. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Come to Bethlehem and see him whose birth the angels sing. Come adore on bended knee Christ the Lord, the newborn King. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Glory to God in the highest. This is our song. This is the theme the angels sang. We sing in ourselves all these years later as we celebrate and remember with all the heavenly host that filled the, filled the shepherd's field that night, singing glory to God in the highest. Father, we thank you today again for our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who came to earth to be a Savior, the one who was born Christ the Lord. This is good news which shall be for all the people. We, we agree with the angels. Glory to God in the highest. As they surrounded and sang of the little babe, hallelujah, we give you praise. We thank you, Jesus, for how you have changed the world. Indeed, I, I think of the movie I referenced there and how George Bailey, we, the wonderful life he lived and the number of lives he touched and how bad it would have been had he never been born. Jesus, we multiply that by infinity when we think of you. How many lives you have touched. How terrible this world would have been had you never been born. You have changed the world in ways we could never even know or imagine because you have changed hundreds of millions of lives. You've touched them with the gospel and they've been born again. We bless you and praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. You are more more wonderful than any government program, any politician, any wise businessman, any wealthy person. You've done more good. You have done more good because you've changed the hearts and lives of so many people. And for this, we give you praise and thanks, and we worship you as did the angels. We thank you for the angels that protect us. We thank you, Lord, you do give us guardian angels. Thank you for the times you've kept us from danger, and watched over us maybe that we didn't even realize. And we thank you, Lord, also for the Spirit of God who lives in us and strengthens us this very day. And d- during this Christmas season, Lord, I know for many it can be difficult, and emotional, and even discouraging as, as so much talk of, of, of great cheer and, and, and wonderful love and warm feelings. And sometimes, Lord, it reminds us of some of our own brokenness and our own failures. And we thank you. We thank you for these things because we know that you're sovereign and you're Lord, and you take even the bad things in life, you make them beautiful. You take whatever we offer to you, even if we've messed it up, and you'll make it beautiful. You will. We trust that. You'll work all things together for good, and for this we praise you. We thank you, Lord, that you, you have given us much to be thankful for, and for those things, the hurts and pains and scars of this world, Lord, we anticipate and look forward to your second coming when you'll wipe away every tear and you'll heal heal every hurt and you will enable us to reign with Jesus Christ in glory forever and ever. Hallelujah. We thank you. We fix our hope on it. We desire, as much as we are grateful for this life, we desire a better country, a better place. And we thank you, Lord, that you're preparing it for us even at this moment. We bless you today. We live in light of your first and second coming. We walk in your victory today. By your grace, by the power of your spirit, we love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. And and you have the angels who watch over you, and you have the spirit of God who lives in you, and and let's live that life. You know, I want to stress, go watch that movie again. I, I loved it so much. The world would not be what it is if you weren't here. Our group would not be what it is if you weren't here. Your church would not be what it is if you weren't here. Your family obviously wouldn't be what it is if you weren't here. Sometimes it's easy to think you don't make any difference. You're not all that important, but you are more than you realize. God put you here. God has a plan and a purpose. And uh, sometimes we don't see it all. But trust me, the, the, you, you, are, you and I, we are overcoming evil with good. We're, we are the light of the world. We're making a difference. And so praise the Lord be strong, be encouraged today. Remember the joy of the Lord is your strength and you have something the world didn't give you and the world can't take it away from you. Amen. You have a great day. I'll see you here tomorrow morning at same time, 830, or if you can watch later on, or you can hear the podcast if you like on Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. God bless you and enjoy the song as we close today.